guys. I'm Steve Freeman. Welcome back to the Steve Freeman podcast. I am, of course, your host, Steve Freeman. Anything else? Well, that would just be strange, wouldn't it? Before we get started into today's topic, I want to ask you, please, no matter if you're watching on YouTube or if you are listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe. All you have to do is click that subscription button and make sure that you get notified every time a new episode of the Steve Freeman podcast goes live. Also, if you are listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, do me a favor. If you're getting something out of this, which I hope you are, um, please leave a review. Leave a star, leave it five stars, leave it one star. If you don't like it at all, leave it one star. But if you like it, and you're getting something out of it, please do me a favor, leave a review and click that star meter button wherever you think that we fall. Also, leave a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. If there's something you'd like me to do a show on, I certainly would like to know about it. So please leave a comment as well. If you're not already following me across social media, it's at the Steve Freeman everywhere on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, also want to make sure that you are signed up for the revolution that is my free weekly newsletter it's becoming more and more personal which i think is a really good thing it's a really cool thing yes there's going to be tips and tricks and advice and all that stuff uh, that i go a little bit more in depth to but also a little bit more personal as well and you can find that at my website thestevefreeman.com you can also find it at thestevefreemanpodcast.com sign up it's absolutely totally free. Guys, what I want to talk with you about today is how to sell your music in 2019 and beyond, really. This is one of the most common questions that I get asked all the time. How do I sell my music? So I've got a product. How do I sell it? Guys, there's one simple answer. And I think in this answer, in what we're going to talk about today I think it's going to click and I think you're going to understand it and you're going to get it. Here's the simple answer. You can't. The day and age and the time that we live in now, nobody's selling music. And I don't want that to be a discouragement for you guys, because here's one thing that I want you to think about. The sales numbers today that even the major artists are selling. Ten years ago, those were considered failures. Today, they throw a party on Music Row when an album or EP sells a million copies. Ten years ago, that was considered a failure. And if you were a major label artist, you would more than likely probably lose your record deal for only selling a million copies. So, guys, I don't want you to be discouraged because I also paired with that. I think there's never been a better time in the history of music to be an independent artist. We've talked before about the three things that major labels had over the typical artist. And that was radio. Radio's not really a factor much anymore. Sure, some people listen, most people don't, most people stream. Um, distribution uh, used to be that only major label artists and major labels had access to distribution to get a CD out or, or get something out on iTunes or get something on Spotify. That's all gone. Now, I mean, you can record something in your bedroom, like right here today in the studio, and I can have it up on iTunes this time tomorrow. 
So distribution is no longer a factor or a barrier or a wall to success for independent artists. Third is the ability to mass market that music. Now, rec major labels, they still have that over the independent artists, but that's purely a financial thing. But honestly, when you get right down to it and you think about social media and the power of social media and how many people are utilizing social media, even that wall's torn down. There is no gatekeeper, if you will, anymore between the artist and the consumer. And that's a really, really, really good thing because you can take your product and take it straight to the street, straight to the consumer. You have that ability. So even that wall is torn down. Unfortunately, at about the same time when all of this started happening and all these walls started being torn down, well, guess what? People stopped buying music. The streaming platforms took over and now everybody streams. Very few people buy music anymore. And that whole adage is true. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? So when I have people email me or DM me or, or stop me or I'm at a conference speaking somewhere and somebody comes up to me, that, that's one of the main questions. Okay, I've got a great product. How do I sell it? Guys, the simple answer, like I said, is you can't. If you are going into creating and releasing music with the end thought and end goal being to sell it, you're sadly mistaken. To me, there are three steps in, cre in, 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 a, in taking a product to market. Okay, you've got the creative process. That's going to be, you know, writing the songs. That's going to be uh, having the record produced. And then you've got the sales aspect of it. And you've got marketing. What most artists I see is they think so much about the creation. And they think, think so much about selling it. But very rarely, they skip that middle part of the marketing. And, and they don't really think about how they're going to sell it. You think a lot about selling, but you don't think very much about how exactly it is that you're going to sell your product. And I think that in, law, in there, somewhere in that marketing middle area between creation and sales, that's where a lot of you get lost. And then at the end, you get so lost that you end up putting a product out and then you realize that it doesn't sell. And then you go, why didn't it sell? It's such a great product. The songs are great. The, the production is great. The instrumentation is amazing. I put so much thought and effort into the creation of this product. Why isn't it selling? Because guys, the fact of the matter is, and we can sit around and we can argue all day long. We can talk about it to the cows come home and think that it's going to change and people are going to go back to buying music again when the reality is that they're not. They're not going to start buying music again. Streaming is only going to get bigger. There are only going to be more platforms. And iTunes is, is heading in a direction to where they're getting rid of selling music altogether. It will just be about Apple Music. It will just be about Spotify. It will just be about Amazon. It's all going to be about streaming. That leaves you, the independent artist, in a peculiar situation. Because then if you're, if you're setting yourself up to be able to sell your product, you're going to be sadly mistaken. But here's what I want to talk about in the episode this week. Think more about the marketing. Yes, the creation is extremely important. 
and you need to create as much as humanly possible and make it as good as humanly possible. But guys, don't just skip the marketing step and go straight to thinking about selling it. Unfortunately, where we are today is you've got to think of giving your music away. That's what the major labels are doing. It's unfortunate and it's sad, but it's true. The best way to sell music now, these days, is to develop an engaged fan base. And whether that means you turn those fans from streaming your music into buying a concert ticket to come see you live, and then they buy your merch, and then they might buy a CD when they get there. Music sales is going hand to hand, just like it used to be a long time ago before we had all these options of Walmart, Target, and all these other physical brick and mortar stores. And now why would somebody buy something on iTunes when they can pay $9.99 a month and listen to unlimited music or the same thing with Spotify? So you need to put the focus and the energy on that one step that I think most of you seem to skip so often. And that is the marketing aspect. Part of marketing is growing this engaged fan base. The other side of that argument, too, is that I think a lot of you focus too much on huge numbers and thinking that you've got to have these amazing, huge 100,000 followers. And that's not the case. A small group of engaged fans can be the most profitable thing that you ever run across as an independent artist or an artist overall. There again, like I said before, the the major label artists, they have millions of followers on Instagram and Facebook, 10 million, 12 million, but they don't sell that many records, do they? They sell 1 million, 2 million, 3 million. None of them sell to every single person that likes their Facebook page or follows them on Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter. And they certainly don't, they, they don't sell to as many people as like their content. Although that's closer to the number than the actual number of followers. The people that actually engage with the content, people that leave comments, people that, that like a post or share it, those are what you start to call your core fans, your super fans, engaged fans. Those are the people that, yes, they're, they're probably not going to buy your music. They might, but their numbers show that they're more likely to buy a concert ticket to come see you and support you live. And that's when you have that opportunity to sell them a t-shirt, sell them a physical CD that you're going to sign in person because that means so much more than just having something sitting on their smartphone. That creates an experience. And I think so many artists forget that you get tied up into being a good songwriter or a good artist or a good singer or a good this, that you forget that you are in the entertainment business. People want to be entertained. So when you give them that opportunity to become an engaged fan and support you the way that most engaged fans do by, like I said, coming to a concert, buying a concert ticket, buying a t-shirt, buying a bumper sticker, buying a physical CD. When you give them that opportunity, you're becoming an entertainer. You're giving them an experience. You're giving them something in exchange for their hard-earned money, like I said, other than just something that sits on their smartphone that they may or may not listen to from time to time, or they throw it in a playlist of a hundred other artists 
that they're excited about and that they like and that they engage with. The idea behind everything in today's modern music business circle and becoming a great artist, or at least a successful artist anyway, is about growing an engaged fan base. Now, let's go back to your music and talk about this because it it is hard for any artist to think that you're going to have to give your music away. But honestly, guys, that's what you're going to have to do. You've got to start, stop thinking of step one creation, step three sales. And putting so much emphasis on the latter, on the sales part of it. The major labels are setting a model now of where they're giving music away. Most successful independent artists don't sell their music. They use their music as an advertisement, which is really what it is and what it's become. It's an advertisement for the overall brand. I think a big issue that a lot of you have is that you've spent so much time building your music that you haven't built your brand. And and unfortunately, music is just music. Everybody's making it these days. So if you don't have something about you, about your brand that separates you from just the music, no wonder you're not successful. You need to spend more time in building your brand, which ties back in to the bigger that brand, the more interesting that brand, the more engaged that brand, the more engaged fans you in turn are going to have. So most successful independent artists and artists in the world right now are giving their music away. Now, when you talk about artists like Adele and Taylor Swift and, you know, the the top of the top, no, they're going to sell their music, but they're still not selling as much as they used to but they don't have to because they've got an established brand. And like I said, I think that's where so many of you miss out and so many of you have missed the boat, so to speak. You need to spend more time focusing on your brand. Use your music as what we call a loss leader. That is one of those things, if, you, if you've ever watched in TV or you see something and, and it's big on Black Friday, whenever it's, you know, come for this thing and we're going to give you this thing for free. And that thing that they're giving away for free is just to get you to the store. That's the way you need to be thinking about your artist career. Use your music as a doorway. Open that doorway. Allow that music to open that doorway to those potential fans. Then allow you as and your uniqueness and your brand, allow that to speak for itself and welcome and engaged people. Start having a conversation with them. Start having a relationship with them. So many artists that I see and I've seen over the years, that is one of the major things that keep them from really breaking through and, and becoming a successful artist because most of them are not people people. <laughs> that's that's the easiest way to say it. You, you know, you've heard the thing, I'm not a people person. Well, you're not people people. And the most successful artists are. They are people people. They like being around people. They like having those conversations with people. They enjoy interacting with them. There was this thing that started a long time ago that that said that in order to be successful and be thought of as famous, that you had to create this barrier between you and your fan. To some extent, that's still being taught today. And, and I think you're not ever really going to realize the level of success that you possibly could have until you are prepared to tear that barrier down. Want to have conversations with your fans. Want to engage with them. See, engagement is a two-way street. 
it's almost impossible, especially like with social media. I hear from a lot of you about this as well. I don't get the comments that I want or I don't get the likes that I want. How many artists are you going out there or, or brands that you like? How many times a day are you commenting on their social media posts? I know a lot of you, it's it's real easy to double tap and like, but how many of you are actually going to other pages that you follow and leaving com- comments? So how can you sit around and wonder why it's not happening for you when you're not doing it for other people? This is, like I said, it is a two-way conversation that you should be having with your existing fans, engaged fans, and potential fans. They want more than your music. And if there's not any substance there behind just the music, guys, the music is not important enough anymore to be the thing. It's almost the last thing people care about. What I'm encouraging you to do is create a relationship. Create a relationship with these fans. And one way to do that is to forget about selling your music and use your music as it is intended in today's modern music business, and that is use it as an advertisement for the global brand, for the bigger brand, for who you are, for your merch sales, for live concerts, get them to come see you and start engaging with you live. I know it sucks to sit around and think that the monetary model of create music, sell music is not around anymore, but the sooner that you realize that, the sooner that you accept it, and the sooner you go, okay, that's not an option. I'm not going to sell 5,000 copies of this CD. I don't have 5,000 engaged fans. I may have 50,000 followers on Instagram, but I can promise you right now that if you put a record out today and you've got 50,000 followers on Instagram, you're going to sell less than 500. I guarantee it. Now, will a larger portion of those people go stream your EP or album? They absolutely will. But what are you doing to further the conversation once they go and stream? I know we all get locked into thinking that streaming is a bad thing. It's bad, bad, bad. As a person who makes their living from producing songs and albums and EPs and writing music and writing songs for other artists, yeah, it is frustrating. We're not getting paid what we should be getting paid when a song gets 30 million streams and I get a check for $785. That's not fair, but I could sit around, I could bitch, moan, and complain about that all the time like I see so many other people doing, or I could say, all right, I've got to find another way to monetize that. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do. Know that you're not going to sell to everybody that likes you on Facebook or that follows you on Instagram or Snapchat. Only generally, one to three percent of those people will actually buy your music. One to three percent. That's even true for larger artists. Sometimes when you have a really big brand, that number can go up to three to five percent. But most of the time, it's one to three percent. So you've got to figure out a way to monetize that fan base, but use your music as a loss leader, as that free thing to come in and experience your brand. What else do you have to offer besides your music? And I think that is a huge problem. But there again, I also think that most of you, like I said, are skipping from step one to step three and thinking about selling your music when you forget all about the marketing in the middle. And in the middle is establishing your brand, realizing that you are a brand and you've got to have more products than just your music. What are those products going to be? 
one of the most popular things right now is access. When, when you talk about a an engaged fan and a super fan, they would rather pay for access than they had pay for your music. So Patreon's becoming a big thing. If you've got an engaged fan base, that's one way. Giving your engaged fans access to material that not everybody else has. Giving them inside information, giving them an inside look, recording a song a week and sending it to your membership, the people that sign up, whether it's Patreon or any of these other things. But that furthers the relationship with your fans. You've got to figure out a way to monetize your brand. And when you start thinking about this in terms of your brand is bigger than the music, you're going to be miles and miles and miles ahead. Like I've said before, I know it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. But if you know the rules, if you accept the rules, and if you think to yourself, no matter how much I don't like it being this way, but I realize that it is, the moment that you realize what isn't possible, then you start to open up your mind to what is possible. And guys, that lies between one creation and three sales. It's right there in the middle at number two. It's marketing. So how do you sell your music in 2019 and beyond? You don't. You certainly don't plan on it, guys. It's frustrating, and I don't like it any more than you do. But I promise you that when you accept that fact and you think that I'm creating this music to create a gateway, to build an engaged fan base. You will start to think differently, and I promise you that you will see more success. Selling music is gone. Those days are over. Now that streaming's here, find another way. Allow and, and look, I talk about other ways all the time. You can go back in the podcast. You can go back on my YouTube channel and watch all these different videos. We're going to get into more of these and more details of, you know, what are some of those things in the middle? What can I do? How do I do it? We're going to get into all that. And I've talked about a lot of it before. You can go back and listen to previous episodes of the podcast or go back and watch some of the videos on YouTube because there's some very helpful information there. But the music business now, it used to change about every two years. Now it changes about every six weeks. So there are new opportunities and there are new things happening. There are new platforms that are growing. And all of those you have to think of as your brand. How do you expose people to your brand within these new and growing platforms? First and foremost, you use your music to bring them in. It's almost like fishing, guys. Think about it. And I'm not a big fisherman. I mean, I don't mind fishing. I go every once in a while. But think of it this way. You're on the boat. You're going to a place where you know there's fish. You've got your fish finder out there. But this is a real country reference, isn't it? and I'm not really that country. But we're going to go with it. See, so you got your depth finder on, and you see all the fish out there. You pick up your rod and your reel. You see the line. What do you got at the end of it? You got a hook. If you throw that hook out into the water, empty, without bait on it, the likelihood of you catching a fish is slim to none, and, and Slim left town a long damn time ago. You got to bait the hook, guys. 
Use your music as the bait on the hook. Get them on the hook and reel them in. But really, most importantly, once you reel them in, make sure that it's worth the journey for them, guys. And that's on you. That's branding. That's merchandising. That's being interesting as an artist. That's being unique in your creation and in your content. Make sure that when you do reel them in, that they want more. Never throw them back. Always leave them in the boat. But make sure they want to be in the boat, guys. Like I said, I know it's frustrating. And we all wish that we could go back in time 10 years, 15, 20 years ago. When people valued music enough to buy it. The fact of the matter is that they don't. So instead of sitting around and sulking about that, we have to come to the realization that they just don't. And we have to find another way. There's so many other ways out there. But it's on you. It's your responsibility to find those other platforms and how to use your music to bring those engaged fans into your brand and give them something they can be constantly passionate about on your behalf coming to the concerts buying t-shirts buying bumper stickers subscribing to your membership program that's five dollars a month but they get all of this access that nobody else gets it all starts with building an engaged fan base that's how you sell your music because your music isn't just your music it's your brand forget selling your music sell you Because isn't that really what's at the heart of your music anyway? If it's not, it should be. And maybe that's your problem. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. If you don't know by now, the Steve Freeman Podcast is now three days a week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then on Wednesday nights, we are live for the Steve Freeman Podcast live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For all of you that that enjoy the podcast and listen to the podcast and watch all the videos, that's my time to be able to engage with you guys one-on-one, answer your questions, talk about whatever topic it is that you guys want to talk about. And we'll do that live Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. 7 p.m. Central, Wednesday nights, the Steve Freeman Podcast live on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch. I can't thank you guys enough for engaging as we're talking about it with the podcast. It's growing so much, it's hard for me to believe. And I just thank every single one of you. The new episodes uh, for Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Play, Android users, those will be uploaded and available every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon, noon central time. Guys, thank you so much. Again, if you don't follow me on social media yet, I hope you will. It's at the Steve Freeman, every single social media outlet out there at the Steve Freeman. If you want to go more in depth with me and even get a little bit more personal, sign up for my free weekly newsletter called The Revolution. 
You can find that at my website, thestevefreeman.com, or the brand new website just for the podcast, thestevefreemanpodcast.com. Guys, as always, keep being creative, keep pushing the boundaries, and there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Last night.